Hello, Pastor Steve Waldrum with Biblical Archaeology today. So glad you're with us. I'm so glad to be your host. We're going to be looking at the mosaic authorship of the Pentateuch and see if we can see any biblical reasons to believe that. And when I say biblical reasons, obviously the Bible assumes mosaic authorships. Jesus believed it all throughout the New Testament. Jesus kept quoting it. But uh, what does archaeology say? So we're on pages 57, 58, and a little bit of 59 of the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler. Let's get started. This is a good starting point textbook I use at Indiana Bible College. So here's what it says, page 57. Challenges to the Mosaic authorship have been an issue since the 17th century A.D. when Benedict Spinoza voiced the one who gave us pantheism. He coined the term his denial in his Theological Political Treatise, 1677. Jean Ostruck in 1753, actually in an attempt to refute Spinoza, was the first to propose a primitive version of what's known as the documentary theory or the documentary hypothesis. Many know it as JEDP or JEPD, depending on who you're talking to. Soon after, in the 19th century, many critical scholars adopted this theory. Astruck limited his analysis to Genesis. Johann Gottfried Eichhorn was the first to apply this theory to the entire Pentateuch, the series of publications beginning in 1780. Wilhelm L. M. L. DeWitt also made a significant contribution to this discussion in positing that Deuteronomy was its own independently constructed source in his dissertation, Critico Exegetica in 1805, a year later, this hypothesis was repeated in his Beitrage zur Erlentung. DeWitt actually went so far as to say that none of the Pentateuch was composed prior to the time of David. And that's been picked up by a lot of people now. However, it was Julius Wellhausen who popularized but not created a popular misconception or common misconception, the idea that the Pentateuch was written by various persons whom he called the Jehovist, J, also known as the Yahwist, the Elohist, E, the Deuteronomist, the D, and the Priestly, P, each one supposedly distinguished by their literary characteristics. That's the name J-E-D-P. Theory refers to the various sources hypothesized. And I, I'm so shocked how often I still run across this, even though it's been widely refuted. What ends up happening, okay, let's say I'm in Bible school and uh, I graduated from Bible school 21. Then I could have went to Reformed. I didn't Reform theologically. We had a deal set up that I could have got my master's in two semesters, 30 hours that time. And I would have been uh, 22. And uh, so then let's say I begin teaching at a, a college and work on my doctorate in the meantime, and maybe three, four years, five, maybe get a doctorate. So 22, I'd be 27, 28. Well, by the time I'm 55, I'm 55 right now as I'm doing this, 56 when you're listening to it. This is November 11th, 2021, but I'm dating it for next year. Um, there's a lot that happens in 28 years, but I'm so busy teaching and making a living and writing books and, 
and all of this, you don't always keep up with it. And that's in any profession. That's the reason so many of the tech companies don't require a degree before they'll hire you because by the time you get the degree, what you learned as a freshman is so often obsolete by the time you get your master's degree. So Professor Gleason Archer, who I really like, noted Harvard PhD and Old Testament expert, lists nine difficulties for the JEPD theory. He also argues for the Mosaic authorship in the Pentateuch. Let's see how he did it. So here's the nine difficulties. The theory employs circular reasoning. It assumes that the Bible is not a supernatural book and then attempts to give a natural explanation for its origin, claiming that in some way this explanation also proves the non-supernatural character of the Bible. You can quickly see the circular nature of that reasoning. The documentary theorists base their theory on the textual evidence. When the textual evidence seems to counter their theory, it is ignored. see that a lot. There were three authors who have always been capable of using more than one style and more than one name for God. Number four, archaeological evidence that confirms individual historical details that indicate the Pentateuch was written long before the time of David is simply ignored. Number five, the theory starts with the assumption that Israel's religion is of human origin like other religions. As such, needs an explanation of its evolution. Number six, supposed discrepancies are noted to prove a diversity of sources even though the passage in question read in the context makes plenty of sense. Number seven, a double standard is applied to the Hebrew Bible. Other Semitic sources describe various entities and differing styles of language, yet their singular authorship, authenticity, or antiquity is not called into question. Number eight, the theory falsely assumes that we have no literature contemporary to the Pentateuch to which we can compare it. The theory also explains away instances that cannot account for by claiming Masoretic scribal additions or alterations to the text with no evidence, I might add. Number nine, scholars who hold the theory assume they, living 3,400 years after the fact, can better understand these texts than can the New Testament authors whom these scholars judge to be 600 to 1,000 years after the fact, according to their dating of the Pentateuch. So, you know, we didn't know Hebrew as good as Paul or something along those lines, which is just utterly ridiculous, obviously. In addition to Archer's responses, the JEDP theory has come under increasing attack by scholars in recent years since the JEDP documents have ever been found, since no JEDB documents have ever been found, no traces can be found in hundreds of biblical texts found in the Dead Sea Scrolls or anywhere else. Yale scholar Willem, William W. Hallow points out, the literary critical study of the Hebrew Bible has been a checkered history. The JEDP documentary hypothesis with which it began over two centuries ago remains to this day a hypothesis. The JEDP documents, which it reconstructed, are beyond recovery. Their precise extent, their absolute and relative dates, their changes over time are all matters of dispute. And the applicability excuse me, of the hypothesis beyond the Pentateuch is severely limited. Given such disparate and even desperate reactions, two centuries of modern biblical scholarship, it's perhaps not surprising that much of the most exciting work has been from epigraphic archaeological discoveries. And so, next podcast, God willing, we're going to look, or in the near future anyhow, on more reasons to affirm 
mosaic authorship. So we just want to say thank you so much for listening, being with us. And if this is your first time or your hundredth time or 500th time, whatever the case is, we're just glad you're here. Please pray for the ministry. Join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church, family. We just want to show the Bible's absolutely true. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.